Coming up, we're going to be debunking the myth that Universal has bad food on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. We have a really fun episode for you today. We're going to be debunking the myth that Universal Orlando has bad food. And it's been around for far too many years, and we're going to really get to the bottom of it today. But before we do that, I need to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, the experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. So if you like this show, you like the content that you see on this channel, please consider using Dreams Unlimited Travel because directly supporting Dreams means you are directly supporting us. It is one in the same. So please, if you like this show and you want to see more of it, go to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and get your free no obligation quote today. And also, make sure you do like this video and subscribe to the channel. That's also helpful as well. So more people find out about this show and get to enjoy everything that comes from it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know yes. why I'm adopting my uh, Canadian accent today. No offense to any Canadians out well, there. But, or a Minnesotan. I feel like that could be a Minnesota. I feel like just oh, natural yeah. Anything in that mid uh, mid northern state section going yeah. up into the great white north, but okay, you betcha, you you do betcha there. So we've got a great episode today, eh? Uh, <laughs> we are, like I said, we're going to tackle this myth that Universal Orlando has bad food, and that's actually that's been off my mind for. <laughs> truly a long time now it's been it's been a couple of years since that's even been a thought that necessarily is in the back of my head just because so often we go to universal and i have great dining experiences that the idea that oh universal has terrible food it just it hasn't been necessarily on my radar but then pete werner brought it up on one of our walt disney world edition podcasts recently and it really got me thinking about it again does this this myth, this rumor still exist out there? Is this still a thing that people believe nowadays? And just in case that is the the actual truth that people still think that Universal can't compete on theming, can't compete on attractions, can't compete on food, all of that, just in case that's still out there, I want to start, I want to really start breaking it down. But that being said, we are not going to sugarcoat this and just say Universal's great. You should eat there because food's good and food will help you get throughout your day. That's that is not the case. We have had some really crummy experiences at Universal Eating. Specifically, uh, Blondie's was uh, one of the uh, one of those dude. reviews that we've done where the review was so bad that I haven't oh, been back since then, and oh, I don't gosh, know when no. I will. Yeah. I mean, eventually we're going to have to. We'll have to. Now that you've mentioned it, I feel like we're going to have to go yeah. back. I, but like, yeah, that wasn't good. The comic strip cafe. No, I didn't didn't care for that one either very much. Yeah. Um, 
Even uh, there's yeah, but, like some of the middle of the road ones, like a Mel's that I feel like we enjoyed our our vegan vegetarian option yes, from Mel's. I was going to say loved that, but not loved that just the regular style of eating at Mel's. There's there's still a lot of bad apples when it comes to to Universal's dining, but they have made so much progress since 2013, I want to say, in, in terms of their food, and they are still making those changes. So I feel like it's it's really unfair to just straight up judge them and say they have terrible food because the same thing goes with Disney is that if unless you're looking at some of the more unique places at Walt Disney World, like a Satuli Canteen or or uh, uh, Docking Bay Seven in Galaxy's Edge, where where you get more of these unique original items, unless you're going to those, uh, a lot of the restaurants around you're getting that just basic burgers, mm-hmm. chicken tenders whatever have you hot dogs with it you're you're Black getting dog. that just served it in different areas and universal is kind of the same you have these small pockets of really good food and then some of the rest and it's not it's not very good in there but they're similar in that way but oh there's there's some there's some hidden gems at universal but uh, do you, rhino do you feel like i'm kind of uh, that i'm on the right track with this do you agree disagree with me no yeah yeah, I, I definitely agree with you because thinking thinking on it and thinking about the dining there is that honestly, more times than not, the dining experiences are positive. And even when they're not positive, they're usually not terrible. Like I've had like probably that I can just think of like three things where I was like, no, uh, like I'm may- maybe like, well, m- you know, maybe a little more than that. But like we've eaten at a lot of places and I have to say more often than not, like I said, it's a positive experience. And one of my favorite um, places to go, just not like theme parks, like just I really enjoy the restaurant is at Universal. Yep. Uh, yeah. Universal Orlando. Yes. Universal City Walk to be more particular on it. But yes, we yeah. we will get there. So I just want to kind of run down through the theme parks real quickly here and and talk about the the highlights for us as well as some of the lowlights. But uh, just to just to point out, like there is really good stuff, and I think I think right off the bat, when you walk into the gates of Universal, you are you're literally hit with one of their best options. That is also one of their newest options in general since you know since Starbucks. Oh yes, Starbucks. Yes, it hasn't, yeah. the the brand new coffee shop that no one's heard of. But but yeah. seriously, the Today Cafe opened up a couple of years ago, and mm. this place has really solid sandwiches. Years? No, don't say that. Don't say years. Well, it was at least was it in twenty twenty that it actually opened up? No, I get. I guess you're right. We <laughs> basically it's hard. It's hard looking back that far because we basically lost a year. So it's weird to be like, it feels so fresh to me. Oh no! Yeah, time. The, where did you go? The Today Cafe opened in May of 2019. So, oh I, my god, it's like almost two years. That's yeah, crazy. It is, but that food. It's good and it's held up the entire oh, time. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's simple with sandwiches, but finely crafted sandwiches done perfectly. And mm-hmm. what, what, sometimes you're not in the mood for something extravagant. A nice, yeah. simple sandwich will take you a long way. And so I think that's, that's a brilliant choice. Uh, 
I, I feel like it has to be said up front here, closer to the start of this entire conversation, is yes, everything in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is pretty delicious. I, I think that just yes. has to be said. Uh, I, you know, I don't think at the same time, too, that it's it's necessarily adventurous because it is just pub food. Pub food is everywhere at this point, but it's really it's really well-made food. And I th- actually think, like, if you just settle for fish and chips there, I think you're doing yourself a disservice almost in a way. Try yeah. try going out of the box like especially at in universal studios florida at at leaky cauldron don't just settle for the fish and chips they're good they're solid but maybe expand to one of the other menu items there to to go out of your shell a little bit i like the bangers and mash the the meal because you get the the like uh parsnips and uh potatoes and whatever and it's it's but i like i like to always try different stuff there but yeah i i think Everything over there is great. And also um, the Simpsons area I like too, because I, I enjoy that it's normal food, but presented in, uh, I don't know. There's just something to it. It's better than just like burgers and fries, but you, you have a ton of options there. But that used to be my go-to spot because I always like the Mother Nature burger yeah. because, and they have curly fries and I love curly fries. And I don't know. I just... I enjoyed it. I don't know. That's it's, it's basic, but I like it. Yeah, I think it gets it for me. Like with the curly fries, uh, it really in that section, the only thing that's like to me that is is that twist that makes it definitely worthwhile going there is like, in my opinion, the the chicken waffle sandwich. Like that is mm-hmm. that's the pull you in item. Besides that, I mean, we're looking at we're looking at fried foods there. We're looking at burgers, like you said. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy or or different, but I, I think the thing with me is I always gravitate towards towards Springfield and in the restaurants in there because of the theming, and then it's just mm-hmm. that I get a solid meal every time I'm there, where I'm not I'm not disappointed by it. It it lives up to to what I want from it at the time, and that's where that's where some of the other restaurants like like a mills i feel like it doesn't always quite do that but uh that's that's not a lot of places like in terms of the restaurants at universal studios florida that i feel like have a potential to kind of like let you down here and there um it's not not that many like i said mills is one that i still kind of tell people you're probably better off not going there, but I my feelings on Richter Burger slightly changed after our one experience that we had there. I have a I have a little better perception of that. Louis, I think that Universal Universal's take on Italian food isn't amazing, but it's also not it's not like downright disgusting. And the pizza I feel like is is Okay, it's at least on the same level as is the garbage pizza at Disney, and I don't think it's necessarily garbage. So don't get that opinion. It's just how how pizza people talk about theme park pizza. Like yeah. oh, this yeah. is throw it away, throw it away. I'm like I don't I don't know. It's got cheese. It's got sauce. Tastes good to me. It's got bread. You're doing the uh, Charles Boyle the list of like mouthfeels, and you have yeah. your spittoon, and you take the bite and spit out the pizza after you're done because you don't want to fill it. I, I mean, but so that was a really deep Brooklyn Nine Nine cut. But that was literally an episode I watched last night. Uh, <laughs> so. But that's kind of how I am on it. It's just like it's 
it's not offensive to me in any way. I don't understand how some of this stuff does offend people, but there's uh, even with so going back to to Simpsons in Springfield and then right outside of their fast food boulevard they also have the Bumblebee man Bumblebee man taco yeah. truck that is also really really solid with their their tacos uh just really tasty a nice a nice non I don't want to say non-filling, but not a hearty meal. Good for a theme park day where you want you want something flavorful and light, but just enough to get you through. Listen, it's not it's always it's also not about reinventing the wheel, right? It's just yeah. about like what you said, it's quality control, you know, and it, and, and the tacos de- definitely a Halloween Horror Nights night, the taco truck is my best friend sometimes. But um and speaking of that, Halloween Horror Nights, I mean that that became a big seller for them is the cuz right over there that's where you'd get the pizza fries from mm-hmm. um I forget what it's called, the place right outside of the SpongeBob the, area. It's the Kids Own Pizza Company. Yeah, and so like I again, that's not reinventing the wheel, but it's something so basic but just so good that it hits the spot but then also it's fun. It, it it adds this element of fun to it. It's it's food that you're used to in a in a unique presentation, right? And then mm-hmm. also it's the fun of being like, I'm going to try to do this at my house too, you know. And I I don't know. There's just something it, I love a I love a theme park food item, whether you like it or not. But that that gets this like devout following behind it. And like Pizza Fries got it immediately. Yeah. Like they put it on their 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 annual pass holder button that they gave out that one time. And I, it's one of my most cherished buttons I've ever gotten from Universal. Yeah, I it's like you said, it's just it's simple but done well. It doesn't have to always yeah. be super extravagant. And uh, even so. And the crepery. I love yeah. those crepes. I, I, was, I, I legit like will go for those crepes. Yeah. I was just about to say that too, as we're kind of mentally in our heads circling around the parks. The crepery is, I think it is one of the best additions that they could have ever made at Universal. It is so, so good. So, so good. And, and filling and fair priced. And that's, one I was going to say affordable. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the, I think, the best parts of Universal in their dining is they still haven't, in my opinion, gone crazy with their pricing. And this, this, and not even just a quick service. Quick service, they, you know, I think it's, it's in line with what you're getting at a theme park. It all falls in, but this really applies more to their table service restaurants. And I, I, you know, Finnegan's, I've had good meals, I've had bad meals there, and I would say I've had way more good than bad ones, but I, I, one of the things I say about it is it's really well-priced. It's not, it's not insanely expensive, and the same thing goes for Lombard's. Good and bad meals, more good than bad, but really the pricing is enough to get me back in the door. So that's, that's across all of that's basically across Universal Studios, Florida, Islands of Adventure, and City Walk. They are all very good about their pricing at the restaurants. And, you know, for, for people who are traveling on a budget, that's it's nice to know that you can sit down and have a meal without breaking the bank. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And that and I and you know, going off of what you I I think I'd like to see more pop up places like um like the crepe. Air, uh, what is the crepe called? I, I'll look it up right now. Um, but I, I'd like to see more of those, like where it's just a fun one, very specific item, and you grab it and go. Like uh, this, essentially, once they decided to reopen Green Eggs and Ham, and 
Islands of Adventure. That's also I just love again, it, it's essentially like they went the pizza fries route. It's it's fries, it's it's uh uh whatever they call tater tots there. I don't know if they're calling them tots or they're calling them potato barrels or whatever, but you know, it's just something, but I like, I want that. I yep. want that stuff. Like I, 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 there's something fun about it. And I, I just like it because it also, not everything has to be this big. It, not everything has to be a milkshake, a burger and fries. Not everything has to be a sit down. Not everything has to be all this, but I don't know. Well, I, I, I think they're, I like these sprinkling of these places coming, coming around now. Yep. I would agree with you on that. And it was Central Park Crepes. Is I knew it was something it was. like New York yeah. related. Okay. Yeah. And so you, you brought up green eggs and ham, which I think that is the perfect example of Universal taking a restaurant that has been there, existed for a long time, even though it was closed for a long time, but refreshing it and bringing it back to life. That's absolutely what they did with green eggs and ham. And that's one of the best options you can get at Islands of Adventure. I might even say that it is the best option for dining that you can find at Islands of Adventure. I know that's a really, really bold statement, but I see Rhino clearly in the background of his video right now. He's Hi. looking for the can. Yeah. I, My can. Yeah. Yeah. I it, love this. This is, it's so stupid. Serve tater tots in this. And you're like, why are you keeping, this is great though. It is. It is. And the food just, the food holds up to the, the entire aspect of the idea behind the restaurant. But I don't want to I don't want to church up Islands of Adventure because the rest of the park this is where we get into that middle ground territory where I feel like a lot of the food at Islands of Adventure is you'll get a good but average meal or you'll have mm-hmm. something bad like Blondie's like like Comic Strip Cafe. I feel like in this park a lot of the places that we've we've mentioned in one way or another, um, uh, Cafe Four, Circus McGurkis, <laughs> Cafe Stupendous, uh, they're all just kind of they're kind Hold of up. what Circus McGurkis. When we did the Grinch that one time, the green eggs and ham breakfast pizza was off the chain. Oh yeah, no, I loved that. That's yeah. and that's where I'm saying like you'll you can. You'll probably have a good meal. It might not be. It might not be anything amazing. Like a lot of the places in Islands of Adventure are just are just. They need to figure out one one specific food item and move with it because, like, Cafe Four does Italian food inside Marvel Superhero Island, and it's the exact same Italian food at all of the Universal Orlando quick service restaurants, so you don't necessarily need it in all these extra spots. Just find one home for it and and really settle down with it, but, you know, that argument goes out the window when you then start adding burgers and fries to menu, and, and you need them in multiple places throughout the park, but that you can find you can find really solid places with that too, like Burger Digs. I don't mind Burger Digs inside I, Jurassic Park. I'm looking Park. up Burger Digs menu right now. That's yeah. funny. I think I think it's, literally that's what I was looking for. It's again, I've just never had a bad experience there. I've I I expect it, but I walk away saying, you know what this this didn't this didn't offend me personally. Yeah. But. I, I I was gonna say I also feel like they do they try to do at least one interesting item on the menu there too because right now I'm looking at this and there's this um uh, so the barbecue burger which sounds 
plain or whatever, but it's mango barbecue sauce, smoked Gouda. I was like, okay. Uh, the vegan cheeseburger platter is vegan brown rice and mushroom patty. And I normally it's usually a Beyond Burger or an Impossible Burger or uh, a black bean burger. So I think that's right there is something interesting for anybody that's on a plant-based diet. Um, so, but I'm with you where it's like one of those, it's, it's not, I'm not raving about it, but I always do find that I'm kind of surprised when I go in there where I'll be like, oh, I'm going to try that. Like, there's always something I find that I'm like easily, I'm not being like appeased into trying it. Like I genuinely am like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm excited for that. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like that's, that is a perfect example with something like burger digs that, that it's not going to let you down. But then I like, I like that there's another level of restaurants too, that, are basically one in the same, but have this higher sense of elevation. I know that doesn't really make a lot of sense, but really I'm trying to say is that three broomsticks inside the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, something that we've spoken very positively about in the past, uh, but is really pretty basic when you break it down. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's like, it's a good option. They've got the shepherd's pie there, the, the fish and chips, which I would get the fish and chips at, three broomsticks over leaky cauldron if i had to choose just because then the rest of the menu items at three broomsticks you have rotisserie chicken you have spare ribs you have chicken and ribs together in a combo and let's say three broomsticks has a massive line well luckily then you have other restaurants that serve the exact same menu like thunder falls terrace in jurassic park that it all tastes the exact same. And it's like Universal's reusing food items in different area of the park sometimes yeah. help out helps out in that way. And I feel like I feel like this is a significant example of it. But at the same time, too, you also then have to add in with something like three broomsticks is that you want the you want the experience of eating inside the three broomsticks. You know, I remember us do, like it was one of the times we were staying at one of the resorts and we went in and we did. I don't remember if I was just with you or I ate there, too, with the kebabs in. We um, ate there. Yeah. For, I can't remember where we rested on that one. That's so funny. Like, I remember being like, yeah, I've definitely had this before. Right. <laughs> oh, you know, we we definitely had the the kebabs inside Lost Continent cannot tell you for the life of me what we thought about them yeah i feel like we said they were good but small maybe i i feel like that's what it come it came down to it was a price versus quantity scenario where it was like a snack versus a meal is what i feel like i'm remembering i I, want to say there was hummus involved but i could be wrong i could be 100 percent wrong yeah i it's been that was a long time ago. I yeah yeah. I don't remember. I re- I remember eating it. I don't remember what we came down on our final opinion on it. But I I think we've made our point that Islands of Adventure not as not as exciting in terms of the dining as necessarily mm-hmm. Universal Studios Florida. I think you'll find more solid options at USF. But then again, at Islands of Adventure, you have Mythos and you have. Uh, and you have why can't I think of the name of the restaurant right at the front of the park? Yep. Confisco's. Oh, uh, yeah, Confisco Grill. You have those two table service options there, and you know Confisco. I feel like is definitely underrated, right in the front of the park. And Mythos. While I, I still don't see the appeal that 
a lot of people find in it, people love Mythos. Like they genuinely, mm-hmm. if you love Mythos, you love Mythos. And I, yeah. I am happy that people have a home for Mythos. I've just never had a meal that I've actually liked there. So it's hard for me, but I'm, in, I'm in the minority in that sense. But yeah, Islands of Adventure. Not necessarily the greatest in the world. I'm going to skip over Volcano Bay, to be quite honest, because it's they haven't really changed much. They have scaled back on dining since the park mm. originally opened with 30,000 menu items in a water park. And I think they quickly realized that people didn't need that many options. But uh, for a water park, I think the food is absolutely solid. It's well thought out and uh, yeah. executed well. And if you're going to Volcano Bay... I, you're not going to have to say, oh, I need to leave the park in the middle of the day to, to go grab yeah. a meal somewhere else. You'll you'll be served solid food there for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah, honestly, when I think when I think about Volcano Bay, I, I'm fond of the eating experiences I, I, I had there on the I know they were on the media day. So I know a lot has changed since then. But yeah. it was one of those where I was like, oh, it's an interesting, diverse selection of options here. Yeah. And I will, before we go into our last section with it, I'm also not covering the hotels necessarily because this is where we get into the the mix of Universal's hotels being owned by mm-hmm. low being operated by Lowe's hotels. And so all of the restaurants aren't technically universal restaurants. So that just it kind of grays it up a little bit. But hotel dining, I've uh, again, to just reiterate what we said over and over again, besides uh, besides the food we had at Endless Summer that I did not care for sitting out for so long and serving it in that mm. way. Besides that, besides... But our had, pizza. The pizza was good. The pizza was good. It was good pizza. It was good pizza. Uh, and then besides like the Amatista nightmare, I've never had anything that i'm like this is like this is garbage how could they serve these at hotels most of the time the food is extraordinary if not even better than that and that's hard to get better than extraordinary but you know what i i threw it down i said it strong water tavern that's you yeah. gotta go. That's gotta all go there. You used you used to go to you're, you're you're for people that might not remember a deep dive back. Craig used to go and park and eat at the um at the cafeteria. I forget what it's at called Bay, in yeah. Fi- yeah, at Cabana yeah. Bay because you liked the food so much there. Yeah, I did. I did. I did that for a long time. Uh, it's I I like I like the food at the hotels. I think that. Even when, you know, it's just to be clear that we're recording this right now still when not everything we're talking about is necessarily open. So I just want to put that out there. But uh, with all of the hotels like Sapphire Falls, besides our bad experience, great food. Aventura thought the food there was really, really nice. Uh, Cabana Bay. I still love the food. I it's I just nothing bad to say. And then once you get to all the deluxes, I mean, well, Royal Pacific, I feel like has hit or miss days. But again, I'm on the minority in that I people people who love the food at Royal Pacific really love that food. But I don't have anything bad to say about Portofino or Hard Rock Hotel. I I like the restaurants in both of those hotels uh, tremendously. 
So, uh, so with that, that leads us to the final mix in all the food and dining at Universal Orlando. And this is where I like, I can't, I cannot stand by if anyone says that there's nothing to find in Universal City Walk because I think it is arguably the, where you will find the best dining at Universal Orlando in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really, I've looked through the list of all of the restaurants there multiple times to make sure I'm not missing anything. And as I'm scrolling through and I'm looking at what's, what I would consider to be bad and I'm not including a Burger King Whopper bar in this mix for obvious reasons. Uh, it's, it's a Burger King. I'm not throwing in the fast food places. I'm looking at just the restaurants and the original concepts that Universal made. Uh, the only thing that I'm I'm still like eh about is I don't like Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. I just I don't. I they don't. cut my mouth. Yeah, I, I don't chip that one time. I just bit the <laughs> chip wrong. Yeah, I just it's just never been one of those things. I've had good meals in there, but I. It just it doesn't float my boat in any ways, but you'll probably have an okay meal if you go there. Just nothing, nothing incredible. And I still think the Anahitos just is not not great. I, it it's it's good. It's just not great. It's I I don't I don't like it. I don't like it that much. I don't I, that one. I'd have to give another try to because it really only had the one. I don't know that you and i had a dining experience there together i've been before but i i'm like really only eaten one meal i know we did the margarita the the disney versus universal video and it, it involved there yeah. there and um the one at disney springs but uh so i i that one i'm still like the jury's still out for me on it like i enjoyed the margarita i had but i yeah. i haven't had like a full-on meal there but in terms of all those restaurants like that we have there I feel like they're also all very accessible and reasonably priced, more or less. Yes. No, a, a thousand um, percent. Um, I so let. I feel like the most expensive restaurant that doesn't have to necessarily be expensive at City Walk is Big Fire. But the bigger mm-hmm. you go, a Big Fire, the more big happy you're going to be. So. <laughs> I would just say go big there, but uh, Toothsome, we have done nothing but sing of Toothsome's praises, yeah. and I still continue to stand by that. Uh, it's Toothsome is really good. Big Fire is really good. Cowfish, it still holds up. I the kitsch yeah, is over just, for me, but yeah, that, I think that's the, the thing is like once it got like really pared down, yeah, it still has like the the menu items I like, but it it, it just kind of. It's not, I guess it, 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 it just got so like kind of, kind of a hassle. It felt like, because it was always a lot of people trying to go there, which is fine because it's really popular, but then it was really pared down. And I will say though, the drinks are great. The, the, the the drinks they do are really good. And if you can get in there and it's like reasonably people, I think it's worth going to at least once if you've been to the other places, but ever since like Toothsome came in. And NBC, those are the two. I, for me, those are my like. If I'm going to pick one and I haven't been to a while, it's going to be one of those yeah. two, probably. For me, Cowfish still struggles from service issues more than anything. Mm-hmm. It just, they, when it's a slow restaurant, they don't have enough staff to deal with the couple people that are in the restaurant. And when it's a busy day, they are still understaffed 
and can't handle and it's like and if there's a lot of servers then there's clearly not a lot of people cooking in the back it's just always there's always something off with how you are actually getting your food there it doesn't mean that they're not nice and the food doesn't come out being good it's just i it's always 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 something in the expediting something in the expediting is happening Yeah. yeah yeah but uh even beyond that you know bob marley hidden gem Oh yeah, Bob Marley. I always forget how much how, what a good experience we had at Bob Marley. Yeah. I always I just don't think of that strip back there. So no. that's why it's it's so funny. Yeah, no, and I even I even would say with the other ones with the with the stuff that I would say like is that surprises me. We talk about it all the time too. Margaritaville. It's it's a Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. All these massive destinations have them. How could it possibly be good? But it actually it is pretty good. It's yeah. it's worth going out of the way for. I am always walking to the Hard Rock Cafe saying, why am I eating in a Hard Rock Cafe in this day and age? And then you get it. And it's, again, it's burgers and pub food and grease galore. But I, I don't remember a time walking away being like, I didn't just devour that food. It's That's almost always the case. So I just... I was going to say, I just love, like, uh, the thing I love is, like, I love, for me, it's, like, Twosome and NBC because they are kind of, like, two opposite sides of a spectrum in terms of, like, Twosome does, I think they have a great menu with a lot of diverse options. I Again, I love the drinks. I love the, the chocolate old-fashioned. Uh, and then you have NBC, which is very accessible, but it does this thing where it's like elevated bar food. And mm-hmm. I love I, I love that. But it's all like there are interesting options in there. And then also just the 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 breadth and scope of which they have access to the beer is great for for a play. like I don't even think there's anywhere at Disney that has that many like beers that you could you, you can get or try or whatever that are. I, I don't know. Works. Now I'm saying that. City Works, yeah, it was City Works. But, okay, yeah. I was like, now I'm trying to think because I feel like there is one, and it was it would be City Works. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, you're you're absolutely right, and I think I, I I think that again, it goes back to as well that it's pricing. They're giving you these options without overpricing you. I love Red Oven Pizza. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's solid pizza, and this is where it's like it's a little pricey for pizza, but I think the quality is worth every single penny. And this is this is well made pizza. Uh, I I like Vivo Italian food. It's like, don't mm-hmm. leave and go to an Olive Garden when you can stay in City Walk and eat at Vivo. Like it's it's. It's not it's not going to be like eating in Italy, but it is it is good Italian food. And again, fairly priced. It's just that is the name of the game when it comes to everything in City Walk. It's 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 really they turned it into a mecca for food. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it used to be clubs, dining and entertainment. And they really decided to to lay into it with the food. And I think that's where they they struck out big. And eventually, it, we've already seen it start at the parks with where with what's happened at Universal Studios Florida with with stuff like Green Eggs and Ham. That transition will make it fully into the parks, and they will be they will be a little bit more adventurous. But I think the quality of all of the places we've talked about has gone up in the years that I've been going to universal Orlando and I think it's still going up. So I'm no, this myth doesn't, 
this myth doesn't need to exist anymore that Universal has bad food. Yes, you can make some bad choices, and yeah. there are still bad options out there. But that's why you need to to watch our show and listen to when we try to steer you away from something or any other, you know, literally it's YouTube. There's it's the Internet out there. If you do just enough research, if you go on Disboards and look through the massive threads on the Universal Forum, you will find enough information to help you stay away from those bad experiences. If you go and you still just have a bad experience, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's look at the menus. In this day and yourself. age, they're in the they're in the phone, they're on the apps. You know, you can get access to them pretty easily now. Yeah, it's you can find out firsthand. Don't walk into Blondie's and be like, "Oh, well, you know what? This Dagwood <laughs> sandwich sounds good." <laughs> like, it, I'm just we're just really we can't go back on Blondie's. Blondie's was so bad, but you know, it, you shouldn't walk into a cafe four and be shocked like. Oh, it's uh, this is theme park pasta. Uh, maybe this isn't what I want. Like you, you have the menus ahead of time. You can look. You can find the right thing. Do a little research with it. Listen to us, and you're going to be fine. You're going to get some amazing meals at Universal. And if you don't, I mean, maybe you just had a bad day. That's what I'm going to say, at least. But you had a bad day. You're mm-hmm. taking one town. Good. We got the singing in. Song. We got the singing in. So, turn it around. Anything else you wanted to mention, Rhino? No, I mean, you know, I, I it's like what you said. I, I, when stuff comes along, like Harry Potter, or these like really themed areas they do, it makes me very excited because they have really, they have really come along with really cool, interesting like snacks and fun things to really get into. So, I think it's really worth just being. You don't even have to be adventurous to try something new and different at universal. So I just try something you haven't had before. Good. I, I, that was a nice place to leave it on. So Rhino, thank you so much for having the conversation with me. Oh, thank you. I'm starving. Yes, me too. So time to go get some food, but before I go and get my own food, I just want to take a second to remind you one more time to make sure you like, and subscribe to this video. And if you're listening, make sure you are subscribed to us on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And if you're listening to this on Apple podcast, please make sure to rate and review us. And maybe I'll give you a shout out on a future episode. If it's a, if it's a review that, that I deem to be fun and happy and nice mostly nice but uh, beyond that too remember if you're planning on going to universal orlando please consider using dreams unlimited travel if you support them you are supporting us so if you like this show please use dreams unlimited travel and you can get more information at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com so thank you so much for watching and listening listening yeah, that's how you say it. I kind of forgot how to say the word. Listening, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name 